Hey, you're listening to the Daily Proverb Podcast, an ADD-friendly show. Where one of the hosts has ADD. I'm Josh Bueno. I'm Aaron Swan. Welcome to the Daily Proverb. It's episode six of the Daily Proverb. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is Tuesday, December 13th, and I have my dear friend Aaron back with us today. Aaron, how you feeling today? Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Slightly tired. Woke up really early today. Well, I bet. I bet. And how's school going? Is it finals week for you, or has that passed? No, that passed a long time ago. Okay. So you guys are in a trimester system, is that correct? No, quarterly. Oh, quarter system. Okay. We're in winter quarter right now, and we're on week three. Week three. Nice. Well, I know a lot of our Sac State friends are actually going through finals this week, and I believe last week... Most community colleges in Sacramento actually had finals. So it's been quite a busy week for a lot of students in Sacramento. We're praying for all you students out there that we know uh, who listen to us on the podcast. Hope everyone has a great finals week this week. Well, today's topic is quite notable and quite common. You may not believe it, but there are many people during this time of year that actually struggle with hatred. So I'm glad we're going to be talking about this today because I'm really hoping that there may be somebody out there who is feeling alone in that. And maybe something we say today through this proverb could actually help them get through it. Or maybe they'll be able to encourage someone else who's going through a similar struggle with that emotion. Uh, Let's go to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 12. Aaron, if you want to go ahead and jump on in, man, and read those different versions, and we're going to do our best here today to kind of shed some light on this subject. All right, okay. The first version of this verse is from the NASB, which translates it this way. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all transgressions. Then we have the good old King James. Hatred hatred stirreth up strifes. But love covereth all sins. And then finally, the ERV, easy to read version for those who don't know. Hatred causes arguments, but love overlooks all wrongs. Wow. Hatred is a pretty intense emotion. As a matter of fact, Jesus actually describes to us kind of a brother or a sister in relation to hatred. I guess you can call it kind of a next of kin. The next of kin of hatred is what? Say. Starts with an M. M. Malice. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if there was one subject in school that most people would probably hate, it would be math. math I hated that one. I hated math. I'm sorry. No, no. There's a next of kin to hatred, and it's murder. Oh, true, true. Murder is the next of kin to hatred. Jesus talks about it. He says this. Look, he says, anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. Yikes. Yeah. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty dang scary, bro. Yeah. That's pretty dang scary. Can you kind of, can you go a little deeper in the passage, Aaron? Maybe give us um, some blue letter Bible uh, insight. Yeah, what's interesting is, okay, when we go to the word hatred, okay, in Hebrew, which quite literally means exactly what we translate it to. It quite literally means hatred. Hate, hatred, but of course it could mean an exceeding hatred, exceedingly hateful. Mm. 
it could refer to that based on Strong's definition here of Sina. Sina is quite literally the pronounced word. Sina. Sina is hate. Sina, hate, yeah. And sin is actually within it. Yeah. Sina, interestingly enough. Wow. You know, well, the English word sin. Like, but however, it's there. You can see that. It's very interesting. But Sina, if I'm correct, is how it's pronounced. Sina but hate. think about that. That means hatred is so powerful that it needs no other definition. You, you know, um, in the Bible, when we normally see the word hate, we do find the word love not too far away from it. In this particular verse, we see that in Proverbs ten twelve, but we also see that in First Peter chapter four verse eight. First Peter four verse eight says, "Above all, keep fervor in your love for one another, because love covers a multitude of hate." Sin, or we could say sin, yeah. right? Um, if you are dealing with an intense feeling of hate towards someone, it's obvious that the remedy is love. Mm-hmm. How do we get there? One is definitely Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate antithesis to hate because he showed us how to love by the way he did his actions and various things. And ultimately by learning to become like him, can we actually overcome hate by doing what he tells us? Can we overcome hate and stuff? So basically seeking the Lord, seeking his face, learning to love one another authentically and asking God to learn to love him too, because once we learn to love him, we can learn to love others. So, that's good. That's good. And I, and I think that a couple of steps that you can take if you're listening to this podcast and maybe someone has hurt you, uh, maybe there's a particular person in your life that you are feeling hate toward. A um, couple of things you can do is, number one, receive the forgiveness that is yours through Christ. And then, in turn, ask God to give you that same power to forgive those who have hurt you. And you'll be amazed how God will work in your life. Um, you know, Aaron, I was reading a an article on what happens to our brain when we hate someone. So what these scientists did was they gave these two individuals two pictures. And they encouraged these individuals to bring these two pictures, a picture of a person they loved and a picture of a person they disliked very much. They wanted to monitor the brain activity to see how the brain responded to the pictures. So when the individual looked at a per, at a picture of the person that they loved, there were some things that fired off in the brain. Okay, there were certain sections of the brain that fired off. Now, when the person looked at a picture of the person that they hated, there were also some very interesting things that fired off in the brain. Now, let me just kind of name, uh, kind of go through some of the things that are activated in our brains when we see someone we hate, or when we think about someone that we hate. Okay, so check it out. Here are the three parts of the brain that are activated when someone looks at a picture of someone that they hate, okay? The premotor cortex is activated. The premotor cortex is a part of the brain that springs into action when people have feelings of aggression, okay? So, I mean, when you think about someone you dislike, you literally go into aggressive mode, all right? And that, that mode is exists within you um, to for the purpose of attack, which is interesting, okay? So you go into this aggression mode. 
Then the other part of the brain that's activated when you see someone you hate or think about somebody you hate is the frontal gyrus. The frontal gyrus is the decision-making part of your brain. Okay, so the aggression part of your brain is activated. The premotor cortex is activated. You feel this intense feeling of like, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to slam my fist on the desk or I'm going to pick up this pencil and throw it across the room or i'm going to swing my fist at somebody okay the aggression part is activated first the second part that's a little delayed to activate is the decision making part which is the frontal gyrus okay now the frontal gyrus now says okay am i going to throw this am i going to slam my fist on the ground am i going to send a text message with a few cuss words at that person am i going to flip the driver off who just cut me off yeah what am i going to do about this right this is the decision making part i feel the hate what am i going to do now okay so then there's a third part now this is the interesting part aaron because we talked about the relation between hate and love and how in the bible we always see those two things hanging out together well, get this. Here's the third part of the brain that's activated. The third part of the brain that's activated when someone hates someone is the putamen. Okay, now this is interesting because the putamen is the very same part of the brain that is activated when you look at a picture of someone you love. Hmm. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it makes sense when people say Oh, I have a hate-love relationship with that person. <laughs> right? They're like, I hate that guy and I love that guy. Okay? <laughs> that actually makes scientific sense because you use the same part of the brain to love that person that you do to hate that person, which shows us that there is a choice that we have. There, the, the choice to love and the choice to hate are so close so close it's not impossible for you to think about getting together with someone you dislike very much and spending time with them to understand who they are it's not impossible for you to go to a relative's house that you can't stand you want you don't want anything to do with especially during the holidays it's christmas and we're all faced with with the idea of being with family and the truth is a lot of people don't like that because of past experiences it's not something they look forward to maybe you're listening to this podcast and you say gosh there are people in my life beyond my family but yes my family as well that i dislike and i want to encourage you you have the ability you have the ability through the wisdom that you're gleaning not just from this podcast but what god's been speaking to you all along to actually Get out of your comfort zone. Go to the person you dislike. Either ask them to forgive for forgiveness, forgive them, or do your best to activate love in that relationship. And you can change the whole story. And just with that, move. Saying, all right, I have a decision to make here. How am I going to deal with this? My frontal driver says, what am I going to do? What am I going to do here? You have a decision to choose love. Because it's right there. It's not. It's not. It's not so far away that you can't grab it. It's. It's the same brain muscle you used to love someone. It's the same brain muscle you used to hate. If there were any final words that you would like to share, if there was a word of encouragement you would like to share with anybody out there that is dealing with hate, walk in love and forgive. That's awesome, man. Amen. 
All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening to The Daily Proverb. We pray that you have a wonderful Tuesday. If there is a proverb that you would like us to look at, there's a question that you have, send us an email. Podcast at thedailyproverb.org is the email address. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget, you can go to thedailyproverb.org and check out our archive of episodes. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday. Bye-bye. God bless.